0: Welcome to episode 33 of the Student Pilot Cast, Into the Night, Part 2. I'm Bill Williams, and I'm learning to fly in front of the world. Come join me as I complete my dual night cross country flight from Marana Airport in Tucson back to Chandler Municipal.
1: Chandler Ground, Cherokee 4122 Tango's at Chandler Air Service. Uh, we have information Romeo and would like to depart to the southwest en route to Tucson. One down zip
0: Hello all, welcome back finally to Student Pilot Cast. Today in episode 33, I'm going to complete my dual cross-country. If you remember from episode 28, the first part of this flight, We had flown from Chandler to Marana in the northern part of Tucson, and I landed pretty flat on my first landing there. I guess I was a little disoriented by the darkness, and I thought I was a foot or so higher than I actually was. And when I was in what I thought was my roundout, I landed. We'll get back to that in a second, though. So my Oshkosh audio coverage is done, and it's time to get back to the training. I did want to mention that a Remos GX flight video is on the way, just not done with it yet but that'll likely be the last coverage I do of AirVenture 2009. For more information on that flight, though, check out Stephen Force's Airspeed episode uh, about that. Steve brought in several folks, including me, who had flown the Remos at Oshkosh to talk about the flight, and the characteristics of the aircraft, etc. It was fun to get together to talk about this airplane and to hear everybody else's comments as, as well. I'll put a link to that episode of Airspeed in the show notes, so check it out for sure. Okay, let's get back to the flight, which is why you're all here, right? We were on the go at Marana after my less-than-stellar landing. We'll pick it up there.
2: We'll do some back at Chandler, too, but we've done, uh, looks like we've done .8, almost half of what you need, so we'll do another stop and go that way. Might as well, we're here, we might as well do one, and we can do, we'll do a couple back
3: there. Marana right, traffic is 1405, Mike is right base, runway 30, Marana. Okay, let's go ahead and go crosswind here. We're not climbing real fast, are we? No, we're not. Let's that's go ahead and give it, lean it out a little bit here. His density altitude was 4,900
1: feet, so maybe we can get a little leaning. Marana traffic, uh, Cherokee 2G Tango's turning right, crosswind, 3 three zero full stop, Marana. Okay, that's why they
2: had trouble getting the pattern altitude. Yeah. I think the guy got his information wrong, three miles east of Marana. (laughs) I think he was screwing with us.
1: Yeah, that's pretty nuts.
2: might as well have said it's at Marana. It's raining at Marana, three miles east.
1: Yeah, it's clear. There's not a cloud out here.
3: I think our altimeter's
1: off, too. When we were on the runway, it was showing below 2,000. That's probably the other reason we were too high in the traffic pattern before.
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, do we still have 118? Let me put it Thursday on Thursday, July Thursday? Oh, if you want to put it on. I was going to put it down here, 118.7. Altimeter 2. Niner 8-8 eight eight.
1: remark. Niner 8-8. Eight eight. Eight. We did that for work. There we go. Tax
3: is okay. approved and advised ready for departure. because that I was listening
2: to. Oh, that was ground for Tucson. That's <laughs> what it was. What it was. <laughs> I heard somebody advise when you're ready for departure, and I go, oh, yeah, it's, I suddenly flipped it to 24-4. You
1: That's, know, it's a uh, little unnerving to uh, have all that blackness and then yeah.
0: push the nose down toward it.
2: Yeah. It's nice to see the cars out there. <laughs> it is, yeah. And you do see some distinction between the...
0: So anyone who's flown at night over an area that's not very populated must know what I meant by that. To see nothing below you, no lights, no detail or definition, nothing, just to push the nose down into it? Yeah, that takes a little getting used to. I imagine it must be a little like when someone's flying in instrument meteorological conditions or IMC and starts to descend. You just have to trust your charts along with your instruments, I guess. In any case, it was good experience.
2: Well, if he departed the pattern
1: or what, I don't see him now, I don't hear him. Are we still on? Yeah. Morana traffic jerky to Tango is uh, right base, three zero full stop, Morana. Oh he's on the nose I see him though.
2: Right, Morana traffic is the one four zero five Mike
3: is right down on runway three zero. We have the aircraft on base. Alright. This time I won't three point it. traffic, of 1405 Mike, right base, runway 30, Marana. Get that nose straight. That's all i got to do.
2: Okay, let's go ahead. He's on right base, so we're going to stop kind of quickly here.
0: All right, that time the landing was a little better. We brought it to a stop and firewalled the throttle again, and we were off. I don't know what happened with this next radio call, but I re- reversed the Marana traffic and the part where I identify myself, and I'm not even sure I noticed it at the time. I guess I was a little busy dealing with left-turning tendencies and things like that while I was taking off. I guess this is as good a time as any to explain that phenomenon for the newcomers to aviation. Without getting into the science of it all, when a propeller-driven aircraft is accelerating, usually for takeoff, but anytime it accelerates with lots of power and a high angle of attack, Several different laws of physics conspired to cause a very noticeable tendency for the nose of the aircraft to pull to the left. The pilot must counteract this tendency by applying the right amount of right rudder. By this time in my training, it was sort of second nature, so I probably wasn't really concentrating on that, but for whatever reason, I messed up my position report a little bit. It's actually a little bit funny because uh, what I said doesn't make any sense at all, and I didn't even catch it. We'll continue as we begin our trek home again. Larry and I discussed the time a bit from my flight planning and tried to make sure that the flight plan I filed with Flight Service was going to work out okay as far as the timing went. It would. Also, we speak a bit about making calls over Pinal Airpark, and the traffic there would end up forcing our hand a bit on that issue. But take a listen.
1: I will depart for home now, so... 222 Tango, a traffic is on the go, uh, and we'll be departing to the north, a um, traffic.
2: And again, I don't know if you had your sheet, if you, but again, we're kind of pilotaging our, our way, yeah. just following checkpoints. So it's
1: uh, 2127 local right now, and I had 41 minutes going back. Okay. So we activated it.
2: 8:40. Just uh, so we. 845. Yeah, it's activated 8:45. 9:45 is an hour. 10:45. And subtract 10 from that. 10:35 is when they'll expect you to close your flight
1: plan. If I got that correct. All right. Looks like Picacho or, Peak is right out in front of us, right? No, that's not Picacho. That's uh, some, some hill, though.
2: Yeah, I think it might be Pikachu Peak. I don't Is know it? what I don't know what other hills are out here, but you can see the 10 over there, so we're going to. Yeah. And you can see yeah, the hills out be, in that yeah. direction, so I think that might be. It's just an illusion that this. Picacho, I'm
1: going Pe- to but okay. I should probably talk to him.
2: Yeah, at least we don't necessarily have to talk, but we'll ma- monitor. But listen, yeah, it's 123 something, but again, we're going to be over their pattern, so it, it, we at least monitor and we can see
3: traffic. Yeah. It's not absolutely required that you call, but.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I got that chart all screwed up.
3: Yeah,
2: that's uh, Fogaccio Peak to the right. So we're just kind of piloting our way back. Uh, the reciprocal, let's see, 150. Now, is that an
1: airplane on the runway, or what is that red light in the middle of the runway?
2: Uh, when we flew over last time, I saw a vehicle or something on the other end of the runway. It had two little green lights and a red light. It looked like looked like a vehicle, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it looks like there is something in the pattern.
2: Uh, there's something down low there, but they're below us. Yeah.
1: Now, traffic, shadow, run 1-7, right downwind, low-level auto. Yeah, right downwind like for what? three zero? There you go. Should I announce just to let him know? He probably sees us. Yeah, we're
2: 3,500 feet going to 4,500, so we're probably well above him. Yeah. If I heard anybody else coming in from the distance and I thought they were higher, I might make a call, but... It's kind of... Uh, we got every light in the world on, he's got his lights on, we see
3: him.
1: Yeah, okay. I'm just going to go this way a little bit so I can keep an eye on him. Hey, uh, keep your eye open, you got it Looks like a fixed wing coming right over the runway here. Okay, in that case? Uh, yeah, that's correct, uh, you got a Cherokee. We're uh, uh, 3,700 feet going to 4,500. Uh, should be no factor for anybody at the airport uh, but now five H fifty eight, off runway three zero, remaining right. Traffic
2: for autorotation. and three zero now. See helicopter. If we hadn't talked to him, it wouldn't have made any difference. But I, I was sitting here thinking as you asked me that, and I say, you know, there's times you want to talk, and there's some people that talk too
1: much all the time. Yeah. Yeah,
2: and they talk, they talk more than they look. Really, it's real important to look first. Yeah. You know, and, and, and not just rely on making an announcement. But is it, is it unimportant to talk? No, you should you should talk to him and probably use everything, every resource you have. So when you ask me that, I'm sitting there thinking, well, it's nighttime. We can see him. It's really not going to be a factor if we don't say anything. But it's probably a good example listening to that to just go ahead and, if you see planes of the pattern, just, just make a courtesy know. announcement, yeah. I guess. Again, if we hadn't make it, made an announcement, uh, at least by saying that, he knows you're monitoring the frequency, too. So. Yeah. You can see what I'm saying. We're at 4,200 feet. By the time we got to 6,500, we're going to be halfway home. <laughs> yeah. So, again, though, at night, I mean, it's nice to fly a little higher uh, in case you had an engine failure. You might, we might have enough altitude to make it over towards the freeway there, or maybe some lighted parking lot or something. I don't know. Yeah. And again, uh, let's see the reciprocal of 143. Uh, 323, I think. 143. Yeah. Well, so You're we are there. Oh no, we want to go to. We want the reciprocal. Three. 3 23, I think, is what it would be. All right. There you go. Just for a backup there. There's 323. That'll take you right. That'll take you to Phoenix again. We don't want to go to Phoenix. So we're, too. we're just going to hang right here because you're heading
1: right down really down. too far to that direction. direction. Yeah. So we can yeah. just simply no. head back in this direction now. Just uh, go uh, west, uh, west uh, towards Eloy. Or Eloy
2: again. Again, I'll push direct Eloy here. Push direct E60. Enter, enter. Yeah, we're we're only ten miles from Eloy, and it's uh, desired track 313. We're tracking 330. And we look at the compass real quick. Almost 330. and you 32. Can, yeah, 325. Right.
1: 325,
2: and we got it on 340. So just 325. So there you go. see any lightning out there so I don't think any of that was a factor I think it's kind of hard to see Picacho peak here but obviously you got the 10 yep. it's gonna curve back to the north uh, I don't know if, again they don't have a beacon at Eloy so here comes another airplane and kind of following down the freeway
3: yeah I see it after traffic shadow two five right base low level auto landing three zero and now Yeah, he's got. Kind of I'll coming. put in one, two, two point eight for Eloy. It's kind of coming right at us, so we'll hang a little bit of a right just to Where's Now
2: traffic. Where's shadow have second, let's Take off three zero, right? Right here to the right. Again, you can see lights off your nose, so you're not going to hit Pikachu. I think it's right here to the right. I see a hill over here. It's this side of the freeway. So, see where the freeway disappears? That's yep. where it's at.
1: Yeah. Okay. I just don't know how close it is this way. Alright, he's past us. See if I lost my light here.
2: I Uh dropped it in my... Yeah, we'll just see how our time's going. Let's see, we need 1.7, we have 1.1. That's not too bad, we need 0.6 more, and we're going to eat up a little bit more, another 3 tenths getting back to Chandler. So, you can practically see all the way to Chandler now. Our nose, the airport should be up beyond it. I think up up beyond it to the left,
3: there might be that over there is Arizona City. Where this would be interesting is if you're making this flight
2: for the first time by yourself or I mean with somebody else at night and then taking a a night route to some strange airport, you know. that's when you'd be using all your resources, your GPS and your VORs.
1: And yeah, this is pretty easy pilotage even at night. and So even many what you, airports, and the yeah. freeway. And, and
2: what I would do at night is get flight following. I'd get the approach frequency right. or the center in that area, and I'd say, I want flight following, I'm heading to this location. Anything happens in a route at night, the weather gets bad, you get a little uncertain about something. You're already talking to a guy, and you can say, give me a vector. Yep. Or, you know, give me a hand here, I'm a little, the weather's getting bad. Uh, where's the nearest airport, can you point me there? Now that
1: little stretch of lights uh, just off the right side of the nose, thats easy. Eloy, right?
2: The airport are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. We're going to have to get a little closer. We'll click the lights okay. on. I'd still wait till we got just a touch closer. Oh, yeah. Closer. It's
1: over this
0: way. Yeah. Okay. We were well on our way back to Chandler. The flight was fairly uneventful. We spoke about the importance of switching tanks in the Warrior, and Larry gave me some other pointers on using pilotage at night. He helped me find Eloy in the dark as well, and helped me spot other landmarks. Then I got a little startled.
1: Whoa! Oh, what's wrong? <laughs> what the heck was that? Something went right by us. Oh, did it like really? A bird or a bat or something. Or a balloon or something. Yeah, a balloon, yeah. It went right by us. It was kind of a whitish color. Wow. Wasn't a tracer, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're being shot at. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to see something go by us like that.
0: Alright, so my heart rate was up just a tad. Whatever it was startled me a bit. It was probably just a plastic trash bag or something that got caught in a dust devil earlier and was floating back to earth or something. Who knows? But with the slight shot of adrenaline, at least I wasn't in danger of dozing off. We also spent some time on the way back sounding like pilots hanging out. Namely, we started complaining about the rising cost of avgas, the dependence some pilots have on high-tech gear, and today's new airplanes, and how it can make some of us overconfident, etc. So he was warning me about that in my future flying, but we'll leave all that hangar talk out of the podcast this time. So the flight went on, and at this point we were coming into the Phoenix Valley, and we spotted the beacon at Chandler. As we got a little closer, we closed the flight plan we had open so that we could do some stop-and-goes back at Chandler and not have people start looking for us she asked me for a pilot report, which I wasn't really prepared for. I got a little bit of help from Larry, and I just muddled through it as best I could.
1: Prescott Radio, Cherokee 4122 Tango, over.
3: November 4122 Tango,
1: Prescott Radio, go ahead. Prescott Radio, 4122 Tango uh, has... Uh, Chandler in sight, we're making our descent into the airport. We'd like to close our flight plan.
3: November 22 Tango, Roger, your flight plan is closed. May you have the pilot report over. And you can tell if we
1: went to Marana and it was clear. Yeah, uh, yeah we, uh, ride. we went to Marana and uh, back and it was clear and smooth. 22 uh, Tango. November
3: 22 Tango, Roger, and your cruising altitude.
1: We were at uh, 5,500 feet going down, 5,500, and 4,500 coming back north. 2 2
0: So since the tower was closed by this time, it was now an uncontrolled airport. So instead of ATIS, we tuned in the frequency and got an automated weather report, along with some noise abatement requests and a few other pieces of data. Here's the weather portion of the broadcast at the time, and our approach to land.
1: Chandler Municipal Airport. Automated weather observation no, zero four happened. five eight Zulu weather wind calm visibility one zero clear below one two thousand temperature three five Celsius dew point one zero altimeter two nineer eight zero remarks density altitude three thousand nineer hundred. Channel hours of, of operation are zero. Okay, geez, yeah. Let's get that off of there. Chandler traffic, Cherokee 4122 Tango is inbound from the south, uh, six miles uh, away. We'll be making right traffic for 2-2 left. Uh, stop and go, Chandler. I don't think anybody's out there, but... No, I don't think so.
0: Well, I messed up again. I reported that we'd be making right traffic for 2-2 left, which of course doesn't make sense. I think because I would be turning right to enter that left downwind, I said the wrong thing. I actually caught it a few seconds later, but since no one was there in the pattern or, or at the airport area, we decided just to amend it later when I made my next report. Here we are entering the pattern.
1: All right, so fuel pump is on, mixture is full rich, tank is on the right.
3: Be a nice flight, didn't have to worry about anything. Chandler traffic, Cherokee 22 Tango's making left traffic for 22 two left, full stop. Chandler. Technically, I should say stop and go. Huh? Yeah, I think we're okay, nobody's here. Traffic
1: Diamond 4119 Bravo, it's about ten to the south, three thousand five hundred inbound. we stop and go using runway four left departing. Pattern to the north.
0: So we completed the pattern and we were on short final when the lights shut off. It was actually pretty funny. We both jumped on the push to talk switch to get the lights back on, and with both of us clicking wildly, the lights turned on and then quickly turned off again. We realized it immediately what was going on, so we turned them back on to medium intensity with five clicks. Good times. Larry then talks me into the landing. I wasn't putting in enough right rudder to get the nose straight, so he let me know it.
1: Oh. We were both clicking. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. You were clicking, too. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean I started that. clicking and you started clicking.
2: <laughs> we can't see each other out. Better. Okay, I yeah, just hold it off here. Yeah, just ease it up right here. Get that nose straight, too. Little right rudder, see?
0: The landing was fine once I got on the rudder a little more, so we stopped and pushed the throttle in again for our takeoff.
2: We're we're going to tell them we're using 2-2. Yep.
1: Chandler traffic, uh, Cherokee 2-2 Tango is on the go on 2-2 left, and we'll be staying in the pattern for a stop and go on 2-2 left. Uh, Chandler. at Four one one nine Bravo, about seven to the south. We'll modify our entry. Go midfield down one firmway two two left traffic for firmway two two left. Falcon, sir, Chandler.
3: <laughs> Put a lean in just a touch. Okay. Get a little extra power. the altitude, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, something. yeah. That's him out there. He's still seven out.
1: Not too bad for how hot it is. Yeah, really. It's a little better.
3: Traffic, uh, Cherokee 2-2 tango's making uh, left crosswind for 2-2 left, stop and go, Chandler. Okay, we've got 1.6, so we'll do this one,
2: and we'll go around, a, let's see, this one, that's one, this will be two, and this one let's go around again and we'll make a third one. Okay. And we for well, sure we'll have 1.7 and you'll have three landings, you needed at least two,
1: so. We'll do that last one on 2-2 right. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good.
3: Chandler traffic, Cherokee 22 tank goes up, downwind
1: to beam the tower, left downwind for 22-left, uh, stop and go, Chandler. are just going to make TPA when we get to beam the approach end. Yeah, it looks like it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we brought it around again and actually didn't talk much until we were on the ground, so I actually don't remember how the, the landing was, considering neither one of us said anything. It was either an acceptable landing, or we were both asleep. I'm going to go with the former. We would make this next one our last landing of the night. We'll pick it back up as we were taking off.
2: This so will be a full stop terminate, so let's see.
1: Chandler traffic, 4119, Bravo, turning left, left. Chandler. Chandler traffic, uh, Cherokee 22 tank goes on the go. Uh, we're going to stay in the left-hand traffic. Uh, Chandler.
3: Well, if the engine quit at night here, it'd be an interesting
1: proposition.
3: Yes, it would. There's
2: a road over there. This looks kind of dark out in front of us. Yeah. Keep the landing light on if we like to Camera on on Stop and go.
0: As you heard earlier, we decided to make the last landing on 22 two, right. The reason for that is that it's much closer to parking, so less taxing is necessary. Here we are in our downwind.
1: Chandler traffic, Cherokee 2-2 goes on left downwind uh, for 2-2
3: right, full stop. Uh, Chandler. Okay, there's 1.7, so we know we got it. Okay, there's a beam, 2-2 right.
1: Oh yeah, it's looking at the wrong run- runway. Okay. Channel traffic nine four one one nine well, up and runway 22 left making left traffic will depart the pattern to the east off the downwind leg Chandler but side downwind. Oh, well, he said to the left. It we'll was. It doesn't really matter. Won't be a
3: factor for us. Turn early since I started all of that late where we're really wide. Chandler traffic Turkey 22 two Tango's on uh, left. Base for 2-2 two two right, full stop, Chandler.
1: Chandler traffic, nine four one one nine 4-1, 1-9, Bravo's turning left across 1 runway 2-2 two two left. Uh, parting pattern
3: off, downwind like right to the east. really slows up. Sorry, it feels like it does. You're still indicating 70 right here, so... Yeah,
1: but I had to give it some power to stay
3: there. I'm a little high, aren't I? Oh, you're looking good. I think it's that density altitude, baby. It's so hot. It's still even so
2: hot out right now. Yeah. And I think, didn't they say density altitude 3,900
3: feet? I don't I hear that. That'll work. Trapped in here. I can't get it. Okay, there it goes. I had trouble with this door, too. Before.
1: Oh, I think that was my best landing of the night.
3: Yeah, you were. follow those lanes, I guess, because I can't really see it. There we go. Chandler traffic. Cherokee. 2 Tango is clear of 2-2 right. Chandler.
0: All right, that was it. My night cross-country. We simply taxied back and put her away. My instructor, Larry, would be going on vacation for a couple of weeks, so I'd be doing solo flights or flights with other instructors for a while while he was away. This will turn out to be important later on, but we'll get back to that at a later time. Well, I had completed all of my night requirements at this point, and had really enjoyed this flight. I hope you did as well. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. I love night flying. I've really enjoyed the night flying I've done since I got my license as well, and try to do it whatever I can. Seeing the cities at night is spectacular the air is almost always smooth and cooler, an important aspect of night flying here in the desert, and traffic is easy to spot. As a matter of fact, I just took an old friend of mine to Payson for dinner recently. He's actually a pilot as well, but hasn't flown in almost a decade, mostly because he's been living out of the country for quite a while. He was in town visiting, and we had a very nice flight, and, as I expected, got him hoping to fly again soon. Mission accomplished. In any case, thanks for listening. If you want to keep track of me, you can find the latest that's happening in my world by following me on Twitter at www.twitter.com slash Bill That's B-I-L-L-W-I-L. Also, email any comments, suggestions, or feedback, or anything else you want to Bill at studentpilotcast.com, or simply use the contact link on the website at www.studentpilotcast.com. I'd love to hear from you. So whether it's night or day, but especially if it's night, let's get out there and fly. The music for today's episode is To Be an Angel by the Canadian band, Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the Student Pilotcast using iTunes, Zoom, or any other podcast aggregator at www.studentpilotcast.com. Remember, any instruction that you hear in this podcast was meant for me and me alone in the situation that we were in at the time please do not try to apply anything you see or hear in this episode or any other episode to your own flying. If you have questions about any aspect of your flying, please consult a qualified CFI.